0: Welcome to Warrior of Compassion Reflections with own Prakash Gilmore and Athena LaFlame Edwards. On this show, we talk about the truth. We talk about religion, politics, spirituality, and current events from a more progressive, left leaning point of view, making sure that we research things and speak the truth in love. And in power, if you hear anything that you don't agree with, please take a little bit of time to do a of bit of research on these things and let us know if what you're hearing is true or not. That will help us all learn to be able to spread the truth to our friends and our families and loved ones and to be able to create a better world. We're always happy to have you here. One warrior of compassion, reflections with our own Pratash Gilmore and Athena LaFlame Edwards. Hello, Athena. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing really good. Thank you, John. Uh, as usual, I'd like to start off by um, saying a prayer.
0: Okay, that sounds
1: good. God, okay. God and angels, thank you for guiding our words today. We ask that our vocabulary be infused with love and positive energy, that everything we speak of will beneficially fix to those who listen. All our words are healing and uplifting. Lord and lady, no more things are wrought by prayers than this world dreams of. Therefore, our voice will rise like a fountain for ourselves, for those whom we call friends, for all mankind. God and goddess of our heart, God and goddess of our realization, mastermind of which we are a part, enable us to know, to interpret the keen desire of every human heart, to be able to weep with those who weep, to sing with those who sing, to kneel silently when another kneels. Give us your guidance. Shine on our path today, that we might see others in an equal light, that we might speak with truth and kindness, that we might walk the path of beauty with a loving heart and a peaceful spirit. Hear the voices of your people raised together in oneness. Hear our prayers. Let us find unity and diversity. Heal the world. Let us know peace. Grant it as sacred with a thankful heart. So
0: do it. it. You know,
1: John, with everything that's going on, especially with all the protests and the thing that, so many things have gone on, the thing that really, really bothered me among a hundred (laughs) other things is how ordered National Trump or Barr, there's a discussion now on who did it, but somebody, Barr or Trump, ordered the National Guard and the other troops to go and get and, and you know, put rubber bullets and, and, and tear gas and get rid of peaceful protesters. And and you know, it, it was just so horrible the, the way they did it. And then they had this, uh, they showed a picture of Trump um, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And as I said, this is an awful man. Trump is an awful man. He is waving a book he has not read. In front of a church he does not attend. Against fellow Americans he sees as enemies. Wielding a military he dodged serving. To protect power he gained, accepting foreign interference exploiting fear and anger. He loves the stroke. Mm-hmm. After failing to address a pandemic, he was warned about mm-hmm. and building it all bed of lies and childish inanity. Mm-hmm. This was a quote from Rob Hendrickson and he is the rector of St. Philip's in the Hills Episcopal Church. Mm-hmm. So isn't that a beautiful quote?
0: Yes, yeah, it's, it's, just, it's just mind-boggling. He First he goes running down and hiding in a bunker, right? (laughs) He does all that after he's hiding in a bunker all this time. Like what's he hiding for? What kind of, our president is like useless.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but you know, John, this is, I don't know. This is the weirdest thing of all. Okay, we're we're not in DC, so we don't know what really happened. Except there were a lot of protesters, and they did manage to go on the White House lawn, as far as I can tell. The Secret Service got scared, and they told Trump to go into the bunker, and he was in there for an hour. And then when people started laughing at him for going into the bunker, he came out and said, "No, no, no, that never happened. I just went there to inspect." Yeah, that's the thing,
0: you know. And start lying.
1: Right, And then what happened? Later a bar comes out and says, no, no, no. He didn't go there to inspect the bunker. He was running. Ag- he was. His life was in danger from these protesters. So he really had to go in there to protect his life. And then you have to say, if he really was in danger of the protesters, why did he lie? Why did he say that this happened in the middle of the afternoon and he just went there to inspect? Uh-huh. So that we get from this person.
0: And then he then he tear gases and shoots this crowd with rubber bullets. He shoots the workers from that church and from that denomination who's helping people and protesting with rubber bullets and, and tear gas, beats them away, then he stands in front of their church holding a Bible.
1: <laughs> you know? So I- he was holding it upside down to every, every single, well, I only watch MSNBC and CNN, but most of the anchors kept saying, they always repeated, he held the Bible upside down. It wasn't his Bible. And that was Ivanka's idea. Listen, guys, this was Ivanka's idea. She brought in the Bible in her purse and she took it to her father and they talked him into what a wonderful idea. Show of strength. And, and it backfired. It wasn't a show of strength. It, it, it was a, It, it was. A, this is something like they always say, this is something that a, a, a dictatorship does. You know, I'm not going to say a communist country because a, any despot, D-E-S-P-O-T, a, any dictator would do the same, same thing as Trump is trying to do. He is trying to overturn our democracy and make it into a dictatorship. Yeah. And between him and there's no longer any, um, they're above the law. Nothing can, seems to be able to touch these people. It seems that they can do practically anything. And as long as the Republican Party is in charge, as long as you have the Republican Party, party in charge of the Senate, they are above the law because they're putting judges, every, they're not doing anything now. They're not passing any bills to help our country, that all they do is they're going there and they're confirming right wing judges. That most of them, the American, American Bar Association would not even approve. They would not even find them, um, uh, the word, able, you yeah. know. They should not be confirmed. They've never sat on the bench. They you know, they have absolutely no skills to be a judge. And yet, they're going to be on the federal bench, circuit court, the federal appeal, appeals. And they're going to be on there for life. And they're 35 and 40 years old. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I always tell my son, I says, you know, people are, keep saying Trump is doing this. Trump is doing that. And, and, and I says, you know, I don't think so. I, I think the person, it's not one person. And I think we discussed, I discussed this with you before. I think the GOP is like a big octopus. And there is a the ne- the mindset of these people at the head of this is they want to take co- total control of the country, and that's a GOP. They want to control the country. They don't want this to be a democracy. Trump, McConnell, and, and all the others—they're only tentacles. Mm-hmm. They're only doing what the big head is telling them to do. Did you notice how they all vote? One, you know, they're told from the beginning. Okay, this is how we go about it. And every single Republican votes that way. There, there's no dissent, no no place for dissension or anything. I mean, there's a bit to me. Some people say there's no difference between the Democrats and the Republicans, and as well, the Democrats they don't all vote That's a problem. They're all over the place most of the time.
0: The Republicans got <laughs> taken over by that Tea Party um, several years ago. That's some some super rich person. Um, hired, hired these people to pretend like they were starting this tea party, pretending like they were grassroots, because I went to one of the meetings when they first started. And they had somebody coming down from Harrisburg to teach them how to um, organize and stuff. Somebody who was in, the, in some party, I don't even know what they were in. Basically, they taught them how to take over the Republican Party get these reactionary people in place in the party and just push all the moderates out and they're carrying out the, the agenda by the Koch brothers the Koch brothers basically paid them to create this tea party to overthrow the republican party so they're all doing the will of the Koch brothers you know and people who have minds like them did, did you ever see that documentary yes, I, I, called the, something like the friends or something like that? There's this inside, there's this inside, there's this insider group of these, these pseudo Christian people who have this, um, building in Washington. And a lot of our leaders are part of that group and their idea is to create this kingdom of God or something. Um, And they have all the senators and things coming in there in the morning for morning prayer and stuff like that. And they basically have an agenda. They have insiders in the Capitol, in the White House and everything to push for their agenda. And their agenda is basically to take over the government of the country. Um, There's a documentary about them on Netflix.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I have. I I agree with you. It appears very much... Like, this is what is happening, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have another quote here that, you know, that I, I want to bring up, and I want to say this. You know, Firing ro- rubber bullets indiscriminately is not de-escalation. And throwing tear gas and flashbangs is not crowd control. Marching in phalanx dressed for war is not keeping the peace. So well, let us be clear. About the goal of the officers that did these things. They don't want peace. They want submission. And that's what Trump said. He wanted to dominate the streets. He he didn't want to understand why the people were protesting. He just wanted to use force. And he tried that in every way. But the people, I mean, the police themselves, you know, I love the D.C. mayor. I love what she did after he did that stupid photo op and how she had the Black Lives Matter prints. Did you see that printed out big in outer space? And that's right in front of the, of the White House. I mean, you know, it's not. I don't think it's. You know, they have done so many wrong things. The police has abused their power over and over and over again. And I think all oh, the black uh, the black people alone, you know. Colored people alone can't change things. Everybody has to say enough. No, we have ethics, we have morals, and you know? all we don't want this in our lives. You know, respect everyone. We shall not accept police brutality, we shall not choke holes, we shall not accept this. And, and this is why it's so not. Uh, you know, uh, it's kind of scary because there's always a few that like to make trouble, and and, um, and of course, I don't know uh, which ones uh, did the uh, the damage, because it, you know. But the thing is, there were way ninety nine percent of the people who did the protests were peaceful. Yep. Don't you agree?
0: Very true. Yep, and um, and it was their tactics and their fault that allow people to do damage because of instead of staying on the sidelines and watching the buildings and protecting the buildings they were charging into the crowd and shooting tear gas into them and trying to beat up the crowd and dispersing the crowd so instead of trying to let the crowd be peaceful and keep them in one place and protect the buildings they were like scattering them you know I don't know who trains these people because I'm smarter than they are and I'm a minister. How do I know more about tactics and working with people than people who are supposed to do it all their lives, you know? It's idiotic. Anybody knows if somebody's having a peaceful protest and you're worried about um, watching buildings and property, you go there, that's where you stay at, right? And let them do their thing. Absolutely. You don't run into them and force them to scatter and run into these buildings you're trying to protect. That's just plain dumb. I just don't understand it. I really don't. I I I really think that our problem for the last several years, especially the last three, is that we have the most stupid leaders in this country that we've had ever since um, the days of Woodrow Wilson. You know. <laughs> Um, when it fell apart before, right after World War I. Because uh, um, they are just so dumb. I mean, if somebody said to me, you think you could do better, I'd say yes. And this is the first time ever in my lifetime if somebody asked me, if, uh, would ask that, and I would say yes. Because they're dumber than I am. My God, and I'm not even that smart, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. But, you know, i I just was thinking when I read about the phalanx of police, and, and you know we kept saying black lives matter, black lives matter. But then what happened to that seventy-five-year-old man who walked up to the police while they were they were walking, you know, side by two by two, they were just driving by, dressed in their military gear and stuff, and he, he he tried to talk to them, and they he, they this in Buffalo, the Buffalo police, they pushed him down and he fell. Uh, and, and, and you see them there. On the, and he's white, 75-year-old white man. So it's not just police brutality towards the blacks. It's police brutality against mm. the powerless. That's the whole thing. You have no power. You are brutalized. Not all the police, but a lot of the police brutalize you simply because right. you have no power. Now, I could say, okay, I I saw what happened. This guy, he came up to these two police officers and he was trying to talk to them and they pushed him. I don't think they had the intention of him falling. I don't, I, you know, all I know is he fell and we see his head on the ground and you see he's bleeding. That's bad. But to me, the worst part of the whole scenario is this. They kept on walking yep. by him. They it's as if serve and protect. Now there was only one police officer that I saw who tried to go mm-hmm. to the man's aid, and another police officer stopped him. Now I hadn't noticed it, but uh, one of the anchors on MSNBC said the person who stopped him from going to his aid was a supervisor. He mm-hmm. had a gold shield, and he told. You keep on going. So he obeyed yeah. his supervisor. Well, did you
0: Did you notice who went yeah. to the man's aid? Oh. Did you notice who Me? went to the man's aid? At the end of that. Uh, it was no. uh, um, a National no, Guard.
1: I I oh, okay. I, I never, the clip that I saw, they only show him laying down bleeding and no no one going to his aid I did hear say uh, call a medic and, and but they kept going and and they kept on going and looking straight ahead and I said but that's against everything that I you know I'm old everything that I was taught when I was young is the police are there to help protect you protect you from harm from the enemy from the criminals so how how can they allow the first thing you, I always thought, the first thing you see somebody in trouble is you go to their aid, and, and once you see that, as soon as this man fell, if it was an accident, no intention, whatever, when they have, if they, if their mind was of pr- protecting and serving the public, when they have just stopped everything and gone to his aid instead of walking yeah. on by, and then what is it, fifty-five of them? Uh, I guess it's a special special program they're all they're still police they didn't uh, uh, resign from the uh, police department but they resigned from that special unit in support of the two officers that pushed them down and then you keep what's the mentality here
0: can i tell you my experience with the police (laughs) (laughs) They viewed my point when i was about about 11 or something, 10 or 11, we, we went down to the um, playground um, from our school, right? We had this playground. We went down to the playground, and we were like on the merry-go-round all this, and these white men in the bar across the street came out drunk, and they were throwing rocks at us. <laughs> we were like these little kids playing. So we ran home and got some of the men from our neighborhood to go talk to them. So um, we came back. And they were talking with these men. And then all of a sudden, the men tried to attack them. and They started fighting. They called the cops. And the cops came and arrested every black person there. That's my first experience with the cops. <laughs> you know? That's my, yeah.
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: Even though those men had been throwing rocks at us. And they attacked hey, hey. the people from our, the adults from our neighborhood who went down there to address it. But they asked no questions. They just grabbed all the black people.
1: And this happens over and over again. Of course, you know, I, I, I don't. I have not had that kind of experience. As well, I'm white. <laughs> I mean, I'll, it's so. It's not funny, but I look back. I, I, my, uh, our family history has always been the story that my great grandmother was a, a pure a Native American. And my uncle, oh, well, he'd be about 115 years old now. Uh, he always told us the story of how he went to see his grandmother, and she would be sitting on the ground, and she would talk to their dogs in her native language and stuff. And everybody in the family, all, everybody in the Laflamme family, we all thought we have Native American, and but we couldn't, we couldn't yeah. never prove it, you know. So I, I paid my my genealogy, uh, my DNA test. And I was so heartbroken broken I, found out, I have absolutely no American uh, DNA. As a matter of fact, I thought I was pure French, but I'm at 36% Irish and 28% Italian mm-hmm. and Greek. I said, and every, I, DNA, is all totally white. I said, yeah. that's not fair. <laughs> I wanted to be American. <laughs> what? But all I can say is DNA, might be totally white, right. but my soul's DNA, my spiritual DNA, I am Native Yeah, Native. I
0: wonder about this <laughs> DNA test sometimes, because I know that my grandmother was, and it showed, it, I didn't know if it showed any Native American in, in me when I took it, but I know good and well that she was, and they had pictures of, of people who were like um, Cheyenne people and stuff like that, who were like cousins and uncles and stuff. So I've questioned those DNA <laughs> tests, I really do.
1: Um yeah, yeah you, it, it, you know? we know
0: it for sure <laughs> well, I
1: thought you were Cherokee
0: um, no Cree. It's um, Cree on one side, my other was Cherokee, my mother's side, um, but my father, my grandmother yeah, I was with uh, Cree um and she was somehow related to a lot of people who were like Cheyenne and stuff like that. And they had pictures of all of them too. So they, they weren't like here, we've been thinking that they're all like segregated groups, but in reality, as they were getting crunched together and stuff like that, you know, it wasn't, (laughs) they weren't like our, like our nation trying to keep everybody out now with Trump. (laughs) him.
1: And what bothers me a lot is this. Uh, I feel that uh, people are forgetting about the Native Americans. Like right now, when they have another whole nation, and they have so poor. Some of them don't even have running water. Some don't have the electricity, uh-huh. and they're dying. They, 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 their, their way of life is worse than a third world country. And the, you know. You know, what is it they they, were saying, they didn't have the right to vote until 1927, I think. They didn't have the right to practice their own religion until maybe 19, I don't know the days. But a long, you know, it hasn't been that long ago that they were able to do this, practice their own religion. And, and how we, not we, the Americans, took their children away from them and, and how they destroyed their, their culture. And, and they, they killed, uh, you know, all the buffaloes, yeah. so they would starve to death. And, and I said, and, and, but we're still doing it. This is, a tw- you know, the 21st century. Now, who fought against the, the pipeline, the Keystone Pipeline? I'm not quite sure the, the name of it. It was the Native Americans. They were putting their life on the line constantly. They were mistreated. They were beaten. And and, and they are constantly destroying their um, cemeteries, uh, or the the place where they have their ancestors buried, I I don't know they call it cemeteries, but anyways we are constantly destroying their culture and And we're still doing it.
0: Yeah, we want stuff. And
1: and, and what is it? The Indian Bureau of Affairs, BIA Bureau of Indian Affairs, they're not looking out for for the Native Americans, they're looking out for the white man's interest. They always have. They took away their land, and and if they didn't take away their land outright, they took away, what is it, they they took away their mineral rights, they Mm -hmm. took away anything of value. You know? But they're still... And I keep saying, you know, um, yes, I I, I want more Latino people uh, in in movies, and I want more of them uh, as anchors, and I want more of them as uh, reporters, and I want, you know, the um, Blacks, you know, people, diversity. But I, I would like to have more uh, more Native Americans I, I would give anything to have a, two or three Native Americans as anchors or reporters or up there it, 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 we don't see that you know, we, we don't see that any they don't have enough they're not accepted enough
0: yeah, you, I... know?
1: <laughs> it, 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 you know you uh, know the Native Americans they, they lose It's almost a, correct me if I'm wrong they seem to lose their Indian head, or they're Indian. You know, they're no longer an Indian if they have too much yeah. white blood. Yeah. You know, uh, if you you can have one percent of blood in you, you're black. You yeah. Know? You, do you know what I'm saying? It, like this a quarter, is, quarter of
0: blood you have to be or something to be wrong. Native American or something. something.
1: Yeah, but it, they have a different different rule, and, and it shouldn't be if you If you have Native American blood, you are Native American. it's your it's your culture. it's it's something that you you know they should not take that away from them. I, uh, and every time I read about the uh, Native Americans and I read about the spirituality, I says, my gosh, they were a thousand years more advanced than the white people. You know? They love nature, they love the animals that they lived and they respected mm-hmm. every. And then the white man came and destroyed. it's true what they say. I mean, they, they keep showing things that the native are saying, you know, we respect nothing and eventually it's going to come back to destroy us and it's, go, it's going to, yep. isn't it? With, with the climate change. Yeah. Everything they we done to the planet. They were here 10,000 years and they kept... In 20, in the 20, they were, pardon me?
0: They were here 10,000 years and kept everything perfect. <laughs> We were here for like the 400, and we destroyed oh, yeah. it all.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know but you're coming in. You don't hear everything you're saying. Are you still there, John? where I
0: think so. Yeah, that's where I think somebody found a way to hack in this thing, because there's all these weird sounds coming in here. Um,
1: I lost you for about three like, minutes there.
0: Really? Okay. Yeah. Well,
1: anyways, I, I I went off track there. <laughs> we were talking about you know what happened uh, uh, the, with the protest. and what is the so many changes are happening though. NASCAR is banning the use uh, of the Confederate flag. The um, uh-huh. uh, the uh, and this is not just in the United States. If you notice, what happened in England. Uh, they they uh, pushed down one of the statues of the slave traders. The one who I think he was responsible—I don't remember his name—he was responsible for eighty-seven thousand people being sold into slavery, and he was responsible for the the people that they threw overboard. How many men, women, and children were thrown overboard because they got sick or right? They would pack them like sardines. Yeah. Maybe half a, a, of. I hate to say it, the cargo, isn't it awful, a human cargo? Uh, anyway, this happened it, uh, This happened in England, I think a, a, another country or so, I don't remember, but they're throwing the uh, statue in, in the river and stuff. And uh, I guess some of the people in the United States saw that and they, they're starting to, to throw, uh, I think they, they, they pushed Christopher Columbus statue down. They beheaded Robert E. Yeah. They, Statue, I had to be careful there. (laughs) But you know, it it just goes to show there is going to be a change, and and then when they want to change the names uh, of the uh, I didn't know this, like Fort Bragg, Fort Bannon, and stuff, I didn't know these were named after Confederate generals, Mm -hmm. and and now they want to change that. And Trump, absolutely, never, never. And people are saying, well, they, they, I guess they had a meeting today. And, and some of them said, uh, some of the Republicans, I don't remember exactly which committee, but it's a military committee. And they decided within three years, they're going to start changing the names of these uh, military bases. So Trump is okay. you know, a bit of rebellion in the next.
0: Um, there was this guy, King Leopold they got rid of him in Belgium too. He was this guy who went and killed like millions of black people in um in Africa seven or eight million people basically and was cutting their limbs off if they didn't work hard enough. That's where they got that custom of cutting people's limbs off. It actually came from him. They burned that statue up and they threw that down too so <laughs> I hope well, it keeps happening.
1: You well, you know, stop
0: tolerating it, these people.
1: It, it wasn't what Christopher Columbus discovered. American, fourteen ninety-two. Yeah, but well, they always acted yeah. as if he was a great hero until you learn what he, people. You know, they 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 were. I mean, people from Spain, people from England, people from Portugal, people from uh, Belgium. You know, all those countries. Uh, they were strong, and they had weapons, and they went into these poor countries, and they just took over. And it, mm. Look at what they, we did to Hawaii. I mean, and that's not so long ago, in, in which, you know, uh, Hawaii it was a, a, a free country until the rich, again, the rich Americans decided they wanted Hawaii for themselves. Uh, for the crops and whatever and they overthrew the queen and uh, Uh you know and and we keep doing this over and we've always done this we when I say we the powerful you know because I always say oh the white people do this and the white people do that and then I say yeah but it's not necessarily the white because when you look at Africa you look at Japan and you look at China it's really Uh like this before it's a powerful it's a power the rich powerful people of any race any color any creed when they have power they start thinking of themselves as different the very rich are different everybody else is expendable everybody else they don't treat anyone as equals somehow you have to have the superior over the other And that's what causes the problem. I don't think it's it's that much of what, you know, I mean, the the whites have always, not always, but in in our lifetime, the the whites have had more power, more ability to to kill and take over what they wanted. You know, uh, like I said, we discussed this before. You know, when I think of Vietnam, I hated that war. And And people keep saying, nobody respects the Vietnam veterans. And I keep saying, and then when they say, they come up to a soldier and they say, I thank you for our freedom. And I keep saying, what freedom? We didn't go to Vietnam for freedom. We went to Vietnam to impose our beliefs on them. And That's Iraq. Right. And you look at all the places where we are. We're not fighting for, our freedom has never been in question. How can you go to a My husband was a 23-year military man. I love him, and that has made a big difference in my life. Okay. there's good and bad. But military speaking, when has our, since World War II, named me a time and a place that we went to war against another country for our freedom? Do you know?
0: (laughs) No, I don't, actually. I think. Yeah, I don't. I think um world. No, I don't even know if World War. I know World War Two was, but I don't even know about World War One if it was for I don't know what that was about even. It was so oh, long ago.
1: Somebody, <laughs> asked, this idea and, and the wars of today. Now I, you know, like I said, I I hate military. I don't never studied the history of the military stuff. I don't know, but I do know one thing the way that wars are, 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 the way they are doing the wars today. It's not the military against the military, it's the military against civilians. They're they're just killing civilians. You you have uh, people, uh, we're sending sending pilots, we're not even sending pilots now to bomb anything anymore, we're sending drones. So somebody's sitting in their little bunker here and, and, and they're bombing the civilians. And we don't hear about Syria anymore, do we? We don't hear about what's happening. I just read there um, since uh, the year 2000, which was uh, two, 20 years ago, uh, in 20 years, Israel has killed 10,000 Palestinians. Uh-huh. And counted that, t- that 10,000 it was uh, 10,000 person to be killed by the Israeli people, uh, soldiers. He was a 15 year old boy. He was unarmed, and he was shot by a sniper. Uh-huh. And shot with a, uh, a, a a bullet that expands in your brain. And uh-huh. I'm saying, why? And, and so, and they're continuing. They're not happy. I mean, I, I will never understand this until the day I die. And then I, I always say, after you die, you go to the council and you can discuss things. And I'm going to ask them questions. <laughs> how can the Jewish people, you know, uh, when I was young, I used to, to read about Eichmann and, uh, and how the, uh, the Nazi hunters, how they would go after the people who had tortured and killed and were responsible for the Holocaust and stuff. And then the mantra, never more the Holocaust, never again the Holocaust. Now, in my little mind, I thought that meant they would never allow that to happen to anyone. The Holocaust is bad not because they killed Jewish people; it's bad because they killed people,
0: uh-huh. right? In
1: it, people were killed. That's why it's bad. And but and then they, they upset about the program, the P R O G R O M S, whatever they call it. What what the uh, Germans did to the Jewish people and what the Russians did and how they always tried to run away and stuff. They think how horrible it is. But how are the, uh, the Jewish people treating the Palestinians? They, they, they destroy their land, they, 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 they're, you know they keep uh, encroaching on the very small uh, plot of land that they held on to from the beginning. I mean, here it is, the, the Western nations gave, uh, they were sorry, they were ashamed that they allowed all these people to die. So they decided to, to give the, the Jewish people um Palestine. There, here. Mm. This is yours. Never yeah. never cared about what happened to the people. Again, they never care about the, the original people. And, and these right. people are losing everything. Egypt stops them. There's a blockade from Egypt, there's a blockade from the sea, there's a blockade from Israel, and these people are locked in. And they're lucky to have enough water to drink. And at least we used to, they used to have a friend in the United States, but not anymore. Not, not much yeah. Well, what
0: happens is they take in, They have plenty of water. That's why they take certain parts. Whenever they find some water, they take it, like in the West Bank and stuff. Then they just, um, they control all the water. So they control how much water people can get in their own land, basically they hold them hostage by controlling the water and controlling the food they won't let them fish anymore like they used to so they want they made, they did, they're doing just like they did to the um, the lakota here when they killed all the buffalo and made it so they couldn't get food and water and everything so they could control them that's exactly what they're doing to the people in the palestinians right now they yes. learned it from us <laughs> they learned it from what? us Because we're one of the best nations to to commit genocide like that and occupy other people's land because we've been doing it for more than 400 years, you know? And no matter what they say about how great this country is, you always have the Native Americans in those reservations. And it's never going to be great as long as they have people who are discriminated against because of that slavery still after 400 years and people whose land have been stolen that they're not making any recompense for. I don't care how great they try to talk this country up. And that's not even counting the parts of Mexico that we stole when we stole Texas and stole California and all those parts of the country. And um, Guam, we still own Guam. We stole Guam. We stole some of those islands out there in in the, um, Atlantic, and and we were allies with Hawaii, and we betrayed our ally and stole that island. You know, so I don't know. We're like in the belly of the beast, basically. i don't <laughs> wonder not to, not to be in a country that we're that, that has to deal with us. That would even be worse.
1: Reckoning, John. But you know, it's not just you have to realize. The, the people that we come from our ancestors I mean you know they, they come from uh, England they come from, they come from Spain I mean and, and we, they all had the same mindset uh, of being better than others and I'm saying that superiority complex. If you were rich you were totally different today we just said this so many times it, it, it's the, the the feeling that if you're a wealthy person, you deserve everything. You deserve the best of everything. And you deserve to you deserve to be served by others. You you need you, you should have served. Them. Somehow or other you are higher than them, you are better than them, simply because you are wealthy. And everybody yeah. else is And you can see that we're going to uh, go into another topic. How about the uh, coronavirus here? in which it still exists. I mean, Trump is acting as if it's gone. They're not going to talk about, you know, 2 million people have been infected with COVID-19 in America, 2 million. And then you have 100,000 have died. And I think I was watching something and they were saying they are dying at the rate of 1,000 a day. And at this rate, we're going to reach 200,000 deaths by September. Yeah. And then, but we're expendable. All we need, you know, we can't stay like this. we got to go to work and, um, you know, and then he forced people to go on the meat packing. We don't hear about that anymore. I have, I don't know if you have. I, we don't, they, they stop giving us information. We don't yeah. know who are, 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 are infected in, in the meat packing. You, you know, I, you know, they, they, they don't test. And even, even if they test, they, they don't give you any numbers about how many people are infected or whatever. They're, they're, they're trying to make believe it's just going to go away, just like he kept saying in, in his foolish press conferences. It's just going to disappear. Right. One day it, it's going to be gone. Well, it's going to be gone because they're not talking about it anymore. They're not giving us any information. And, and, you know, what bothers, I'll tell you something that I've been thinking about this week, and it really scares me. Because you see, uh, and I, next time you, you look at the statistics, they tell you how many people have COVID-19, okay, 2 million. And then they tell you how many died, and then they tell you how many recovered. And then you add up the people who recovered and the people who died. And there's almost, mm, I would say, almost three-fourths of the people are unaccounted for. Uh, There's something wrong with our statistics here. And and I'll say, mm -hmm. this is going to be personal, but I'm going to say it anyway. I, this is what scares me. And I hope to God I'm wrong. But I was sick when I was in high school. And that was 1959. I, I had mononucleosis. And, and I, I, then after that, I think in 64, I was in the hospital for three weeks with the very, very same symptoms as I have today. Very same symptoms. Migraines, headaches, weakness, couldn't even walk. Uh, but I kept getting remissions. And it took until uh, 1989 for them to find a test to see what I had. Uh, until then, they all said it was in my head. Uh, yeah Can't find not really sick. You can barely walk, but uh, it's all psychosomatic. Well, in 1989, they said it was the Epstein barr virus. And then I was Mm -hmm. just thinking, and I still have it. That Epstein barr virus is still in my symptom. And I'm still, I'm homebound because of the illness. And then I said, wait a minute. Corona, you know, COVID-19 is a brand new virus. And let's say it affects it doesn't affect just your lungs, it affects your your you know, your kidneys, it affects your liver, and they keep finding new things that it affects. And I says, what if it's like I've some bar virus? What if once you have it, you get you recover or you think you're recovered? What if it lies dormant? What what I, I'm hoping to God I'm wrong. And I hope that we we'll do research on this, because I hope that it doesn't lie dormant and it, that it doesn't come up at different
0: times. Uh, am I making myself clear? Yeah, you are. I wonder about that, too, because remember they were talking about it's going, it seemed like it's going away and coming back with some people.
1: Right.
0: Um, yeah, I wonder if it's, um, I see, I think, I mean, there's a guy um, who, who does this work on, um, God, I can't even think of the name of it on, um, these residency fear. His theory is that the way the world works there, are these metal, these, these residency fields, like the hundredth monkey where one monkey on Island learns to wash the, um, the fruit and all of them pick it up. just From that. Ryan. Yeah. He, and I was wondering, you know, if there could be something with that virus like that, What if that virus can learn how to avoid, um, things because the virus is in one body learns how to avoid it. So um, metamorphic resonance or something, but suppose that's happening. So every time they find a treatment that works on this thing and one of them survives it, all of it survives it. But they'll never look at that because they're in such a box in their material science that they think they know everything. <laughs> Um, and, and, um, they, maybe they'll never look at that, you know, because this virus Uh, uh, seems kind of too smart.
1: Yeah. I agree. You know, the thing I was just thinking when you were talking is this, the virus is alive. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, this is a a living thing, you know, it's a virus, but it's alive. And one of the things that any living thing can do is to stay alive. Now, if it kills its host, it's not going to live. So uh, it, 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 if, they can, if the virus itself can, can mutate, every time we find a weapon to destroy it, they, they mutate into something else just so mm-hmm. it's not going to kill me. The outside virus yeah. in my body it dies. It stays there all the time. They can't find anything. There's nothing they can do about it. It's, it's there. It's been yeah. there now for uh, 50 years. And, uh, you know, because it's learned to live. And and I'm not the only one with this because I know my sister has, I mean, you know, a lot of people have this illness. So that means it's learned to live. And and I hope it doesn't happen with COVID 19 because it would, you know, as long, you know, if if maybe it's gonna learn not to kill the host, right Mm -hmm. now it's killing the host. Maybe the best we can hope for. It's going to mutate to be more benign, less less deadly.
0: Well, this virus is also millions of years old. Because it stayed in those bats all the way from like prehistoric age, probably before human beings were even on Earth. So just think how sophisticated this virus is, you know. <laughs> it's way what? ahead of us.
1: Yes. You know, it learn to, to, to live in the host, you know, feed or whatever it is the virus wants to do. So, I mean, it, it can learn to, to live in a human being without killing the host. Yeah. But if, if it does like it does with some bivirus it can certainly make a, the host a living hell. <laughs> Let me yeah. tell you.
0: Yeah, just, just keep them in a condition where they can get food and, and take care of themselves. And that's it. Make the rest of your life hell, you know. Because I always thought that I caught something um a long time ago, nineteen ninety two or something. I caught some type of flu or something, and I swear it keeps coming back, you know, um at a lesser degree, but it keeps coming back. And I was talking with this doctor about it. She's like, "Oh, well, that's impossible." I know it keeps coming back though, and I was wondering if it like hid in the fat cells or something. Because as um, every time I start losing weight or something, I get this virus back, you know? Um,
1: yeah. And that pleases me uh, when you, uh, uh, you know, anyone, anyone knows their bodies. You, you know, if you eat something that doesn't agree with you, you should not eat with it. You know, when you keep having recurring difficulties, you know, what like you say, Every so often, you, it comes back. So you you know your body. But you tell the doctor yeah. that, and, and they deny it. It's as if, wait a minute, you're telling me that I don't feel what I feel? That I don't know what I know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> you but know? Just because it's, it's not in a book that they read. They don't have enough creativity to research it because it's something new. So they just deny it, you know? <laughs> um, so I don't know. I don't.
1: Think, time. I mean, we're in a strange world. Yep. Yep. We've um, got a few minutes left, and before we go, I'd like to talk about voting and about what happened in Georgia, about Bravo. how they constantly, constantly uh, eliminate the the. the um, the poor neighborhoods from voting and how they, you know, what is it? I, th- I think it's Stacey Abrams. She went to vote in, in her area where she lives. She had to wait four hours, I think. And uh, and then she, because it was such a long line, and they were having difficulties with the brand new machines. Uh, mm-hmm. They uh, brand new machines in Georgia because the new Secretary of State is a friend of camps and they got a friend of the Secretary of State to have all these new machines for this election and they didn't, people couldn't vote, you either had to wait four or five hours to go in to vote and you weren't able to vote because you never was able to get into the vote and those people that were able to vote, the machines weren't working and she says amazingly enough she after she voted after she waited, I'll say four hours. I could be wrong, but I think she said four hours. She drove over to the white section. There were no mm-hmm. lines, and then she says,
0: "Yeah."
1: So I mean, you said it. I love what you posted. There, there is, you know, there is such a a, a discrepancy in the ability. To, uh, uh, more people to vote compared to others. And the voter suppression, I am so yep. sick of Trump and the GOP projecting. They, they project, oh, there's a, a dark state. Oh, there's this and everything they accuse the Democrats of, or they accuse other, others of, they do. They accuse, oh, they're gonna steal the votes and they vote a fraud and all that. And oh, we can't voting, have voting by mail because there's too much fraud. And then it comes out that Trump votes by mail, Barr votes by mail, Kellyanne Conway votes by mail, and the new press secretary, who lies with every breath she takes, she votes by mail. So what they're yeah. saying, they it's okay for them, but it's not okay for anybody else. And we really, really have we have to, you know, people. I mean, the people are out there demonstrating. Black Lives Matter. And I'm a hundred percent behind that. But we can't stop there. Because you know, I was telling my son, if you're a citizen of the United States, you have one right, one right that should be guaranteed, and that's the right to vote. You lose mm. that, you lose your power, you lose your strength, you lose your security. Because if you can't vote, that means that people the, the, the people who want to take over, the people who don't believe in unity, who don't believe in diversity, who don't care for freedom, who don't care about democracy. This is what's happening now. They are suppressing the vote. They're preventing people from voting so they can control this country like a dictatorship. And we That's have right. to fight. Don't, I yeah. mean, I if, I had, if I had energy, I'd run down the street and i tell, I tell the people, don't stop now. Demand. Uh, you know, um, demand uh, elections, demand mail-in ballots, d- save the post office. Don't allow Trump and the GOP to destroy the post office and make sure that every citizen, every citizen can vote by mail.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. The Abrams. I said, okay, she tried to get a uh, absentee ballot. You got to watch them. Absentee ballot and the absentee ballot that she got the envelope to return it was already sealed. Hmm. And so she couldn't use it. Yeah, that's that's
0: how they did it, huh? Yes.
1: I mean, there are so many ways. I mean, they lose in the election. I mean, I think it's when, I don't, two states. I think it's Wisconsin, there's another state. The the governor, uh, the Republican governor lost, and they have a Democrat governor. The first thing they did is, because they have a uh, Republican legislature and Republican Senate, they, they they took away his powers as governor. How can that be legal? How can that be right? How can that not put the fear uh, of God in, there, in the people's minds? What is happening here? You know, to me, and I guess I'm very judgmental, but I, I find the GOP as one of the most dangerous uh organizations that exist right now the most dangerous organization against democracy, against the people against freedom is the GOP right now am I wrong or what?
0: They they seem to have like I was reading an article It said that they seem to have become a Nazi machine instead of Republicans now they're the fascist party basically and that's true because everything you see they're doing is like fascist you know Um, yes
1: and to, for them, to all the things that are happening right now, who are they going against? They're not going against the Cooker's Klux Klan, they're not going against the white supremacists. no, they're going against Antifa and what did Trump yeah. try to do poor black man, 75 year old man that was thrown to the ground and the, that the, the people just walked on by and left him lying in his blood and they're trying to say that he was Antifa now Antifa, mm-hmm. Antifa The week before, they just said that Antifa was a terrorist organization. So what he's trying to tell people is is that this poor 25-year-old man who, I think he's with the Catholic workers, he's been working for peace all his life, and all of a sudden they're labeling him? And what does Antifa stand for? Antifa stands for anti-fascist.
0: And it's not even an organized group. They're trying to create a fake group to fight against, basically.
1: Yeah. You're so against fascism. You're a terrorist? Well, welcome to my world. I guess I'm a terrorist because I'm anti-fascist all the way. I'm anti all the way. I mean, it's just unbelievable. You know?
0: Yeah. Well, I can understand that. And some of the things like with me, right? This is um, you wouldn't believe some of the weird stuff that happened since, um, I, I've been doing radio shows and stuff talking about the truth and how you have phones popping off sometimes, um, or the sound quality is so bad you can't hear it. or That has to be organized, you know. It's not, it's you know, it's not a coincidence after like the fifth time, <laughs> if you know what I mean. I mean, yeah. I, I'd be interviewing people on the other talk station I had and the thing would be popping off as soon as they got on certain topics and stuff like that. And you try not to be paranoid. Well, it's not even paranoia because once it happens like five or ten times, you know, you know something's wrong. So that has to be organized. And that's fascism too, basically. And, yep. and all so, these so-called you- law by organizations are going along with it.
1: As you're talking now, there's a lot of funny noises that are, that's coming out, out on my phone. There's more funny okay. noises.
0: Yeah, I get them too, and it depends on the topics we're talking about most of the time. Usually if we talk about war, it gets these weird okay. sounds.
1: The next two minutes, I, I just want to say something about police brutality, okay? It says here, in all, they require three years of training to become police officer, and between 2002 and 2006, they had four fatalities caused by police. In Finland, they need a three-year degree to become a police officer. In between the uh, year 2000 and 2018, seven people were killed by the police. In Germany, they have two years of training. and uh, Since 1990, which would be 30 years, 267 people have died by police in Germany. But in the United States, all you need is a high school diploma and approximately 21 weeks of training. It says here, 1,004 people were killed in 2009 alone. So that just goes to show that it's a lack of training. And you know, when people are all upset, defund the police? How can you defund the police? And you know, that's the problem. It's either or. You either don't have any police at all, you give them so much weapons that they can have police brutality and they're above the law. No. You know, wow. it, it's like, you know, it, they need take some of the money. You know, police are not trained to do social work. They're not trained yeah. to... How many times, I don't know about you, I, I've seen this happen over and over again. Somebody wants to kill themselves and they got a gun. And the family gets all upset. Oh, they killed themselves. And so they call the cops. Well, they didn't have to kill themselves because time after time, the person who had a gun down and the cops killed them.
0: Yeah, that happened a lot here.
1: It happened. And I... They have to do what we will need. You need social services. When somebody is depressed, when somebody is. Sick, you, you need you, you need different services police should be police policing is you, you you commit a crime and you go and arrest them and you put them in jail you do you know police this is what it but you know when it comes to social services when it comes to homelessness when it comes to all the things that the police are doing that they were not trained for and, and, yeah. and it should they should the money, Some of the money away from and use it for social services. The worst thing that, that ever happened in our country, bad things. But in 19, when Reagan uh, dismantled institutions, you know, and um, some people can't live alone. Some people can't take care of themselves. Some people are mentally ill. It's that, that it's all or nothing kind of thought. Oh, the, some of the institutions are bad. They were they were not taking care of people. They were taking away their liberty, blah, blah, blah. So they put everybody out, everybody out in the street. And I don't know about what's happening. Because of COVID 19, they were allowing more and more people to live in tents and stuff like that you know, instead of living on the street or something. But now that they're going to start pushing putting people away again, they're going to start uh, manhandling the homeless. And I said, uh, better way. Instead of the police to go and, and destroy the, the poor people's, they have a tent, and they go and they destroy the tent because they don't want any homeless there. I mean, you know, a lot of things are wrong with this country. You know, he, Trump says, make America great. My motto is, why don't we just make it better? I yeah. don't want it to I just want it to be better. I want it to be humane.
0: I, I know want, for it to be great the first time.
1: <laughs> yeah, I want to be I want to be compassionate. That's the kind of America I want to live. When I die, I would love to see my, my, my country be a real free country where everyone is free. Everyone is treated with respect and compassion and understanding, you know, and it's not happening mm. now people better wake up and they better
0: Yep. Okay, we are at the end of the hour.
1: Okay. Always
0: good to talk with you. Uh,
1: Yeah, I enjoyed this. I had a whole list of issues I wanted to discuss, but I jumped all over the place. (laughs) But I enjoyed it. Thank you, John.
0: I'll talk with you soon.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: If you like what you're hearing, please visit us at our website at www.nextstepcoaching.mysite.com. That is www.nextstepcoaching.mysite.com, where you can learn about some of the great things that we're doing. And if you want to support this work, you will find a Patreon button there where you can become a member and subscriber or you can donate to our GoFundMe account. That is almost at 100%. This GoFundMe account is paying for free training for those who want to learn to understand and work to create multiculturalism and diversity in a world where we need it so much. You can also buy a copy of our book if you would like to at that website from lulu.com. The title is We Are Not Alone By Om Prakash Gilmore Thank you once again For being with us this week We also invite you to enjoy our other shows Living on Planet Earth Thanks once again.